Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Out of the shotgun formation, here's the snap to Chris Chandler. Looks downfield, hit from behind, down he goes. Steve McMichael on the sack. And Dickerson is hit behind the line of scrimmage. By Steve McMichael, and the Rams will have to punt. On goes home, Chicago! And don't worry, I'll have a, I'll have some speaks with that home plate umpire after the game. We're about ready to go. By the people in the stands, they don't need seats today because they're all standing. Vinatieri on the approach, flat call. Popping here in Miami. It sails to the far side around the 8-yard line to Hester. Under it and to the middle with the 15 to the 20. Breaks free of the 25 to the 30. To the outside. 40. Midfield. 40. 30 of the coach. 20. 15. Hester 5. so high in the air, it gave time for the protection to get behind him and create a, a running lane and Devin Hester fouled his blockers he caught the ball first and then went to work does someone win a free TV? absolutely, a free TV but more importantly a fast start delivered by the Windy City rugby style punt high in the air, backs Devin Hester up to his 12, he fields and runs left Hester has some room, cutting back, gets a block 20, Hester left 30, Hester 35, 40, Hester to the 50, Hester's on his horse 30, Hester 20, 10, 5, dances into the end zone, touchdown Devin Hester! Pass blocked, and it falls, the Peppers catch it, oh, yeah, Julius Peppers with the block and the interception, what a play! Third down and three. Fake under pressure from Peppers. Loses the football. And you can't let him come scot-free because he will take your quarterback down. Nice montage. It's a celebration of football. Three Bears, as we suspected, Yurko, making it into Canton. And we are most happy for Mongo, of course. Congrats to Mongo, Devin Hester, Julius Peppers. The list of Bear players, executives, and coaches in Pro Football's Hall of Fame now totals 40. That is the most of any franchise. you think we'd be better, you know? <laughs> yeah. you like, think we'd be a honestly, lot better. Like, you th- you, 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 you would have like, thought the Bears might have won 10 Super Bowls, right? It's, it's nuts. But uh, 40 Chicago Bears in Canton, and we're over the moon happy for Congratulations. Mongo and his family. Congratulations. Well Congratulations. Yes. One all. I was on uh, Obvious Shirts website this morning buying my brand new uh, Mongo Hall of Fame shirt. Right. I pre-ordered that. Uh, I all, there's also a very cool Devin Hester one. Um, I mean, it's really sharp looking, so I might buy that one too. I but I immediately went on this morning on ObviousShirts.com. And I uh, pre-ordered my Mongo Hall of Fame shirt. I'm excited whenever that comes. They're on pre-order now if you go to Avia Shirts. But uh, very, very happy for Mongo. And uh, it took way too long. You know, uh, I wish he were in better condition to be able to enjoy this. I'm sure he'll still appreciate it. It's great for his family. We've been singing Mongo's praises around these parts for a long time. Not just Mongo, the football player. Uh, who was also dominant, but uh, we worked very closely for a long time with Mongo. And Yurko was a teammate with him. Mongo's last year in Green Bay, 
And we love the guy and adore him, and just I can't stress it enough. And I think we've said that a lot over the years, but uh, he's terrific, and we're happy that his accomplishments on the field are being recognized now. Yeah, absolutely. McMichael's my guy. When I know came you over love from him. New England. I wore seventy six in high school because of uh, I know. Steve McMichael. I know. So congratulations go out to him. Julius Peppers was a no brainer. Yes. Uh, I always told you, even though I didn't like it, Devin Hester was going to get it at some point. Yes. He ends up getting in this year. Jericho wants all the specialists oh, now oh, in. Well, no, no, there's just no argument anymore. That's all. It's not a problem. So, yeah, I'm just going through some of the lists that are out there and who's, who belongs, who doesn't belong. I think Dwight Freeney is the one that kind of makes me scratch my head a little bit. A little bit? A little bit of a head scratcher. Um, what he did, and Rod Mathis, the guy that played right next to him, is two and a half sacks behind him. So I guess the argument being like it was a little Rod, easier for Rod Mathis because Dwight Freeney, or was, was it easier for Dwight Freeney because Rod, Rod Mathis? Fair. I mean, uh, who's to say one was so much better than the other? I don't necessarily buy it and or believe it, but yeah, even more glaring. Jared Allen blows him out of the water with eleven more sacks. Why is Jared Allen not in there? Jared Allen was a four-time uh, All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. We know Pro Bowls don't matter, but at defensive line positions, usually they're not uh, not going there. He had eight-plus seasons with double-digit sacks. Yeah. I'm surprised Jared so, Allen's not okay. in. Yeah, but that's just, uh, that, that's just my thing. So of all the ones that ended up going up there, we knew eventually Devin Hester was It's a new, kinder, gentler world where even though you don't accomplish anything, people are still going to pat you on the back <laughs> no, he and put you into a Hall of Fame. So congratulations go out there. But uh, I don't think I don't think, unfortunately, now there's an argument ever to keep anybody out. Oh, so that's not true. Stop that's it. what I think. You had uh, mentioned earlier Robbie Gold should be in the Hall of I Fame. I didn't mention that. I agree. I think Robbie Gold should be uh, in the Hall of Fame. I didn't mention that. Well, we mentioned it earlier in the day. Sylvie mentioned it. I do believe Look Robbie Gold here. should be in the Hall of Fame. What's what up, Jonathan? How are you, kid? Good, What's up? Good to see you. Big meeting, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry he's late, guys. It's crosstalk. Sorry, man. Type of crosstalk. Welcome aboard. Here we go. Hey, it must have been a big meeting up there. What the hell's going on? on? What kind of meeting was going on? Carmen Yurko. Jonathan Hood here at 1206. What's up, fellas? The hell's going on? Let me tell you something about the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Did we just sign a new contract? He's already. Wait, he's already. Did we just sign a new contract? He's mad that Dwight Freeney's in. He's mad that. First of all, I'm not mad that Dwight Freeney's in. Okay. Okay, Dwight Freeney's in the Hall of Fame. That's not a problem. The point is, why are guys with more sacks ignored? I don't know. It's a good question. Guys that are eligible for the Hall. Now, I don't bring up Terrell Suggs' name because he's not eligible for the Hall until next year. But when you've got guys on your list that have more sacks than a guy that you just brought in, I love him. the yeah, question I love him. is just why. And now he said, now why? the Hester's in, it's open for everybody. Well, Anybody can get it's in. It's open for business now. Hey, any football player, mention him. Robbie Gold played in the past. Any football player. Uh, Brian Bashnagel. In. Brian Bashnagel. Oh, stop it. Wayne Quebec. In. Stop it. Golden Richards. Golden in. Richards. John Yurkovich. I okay. will never say another NFL player doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Oh, you. Now, see, I can't. Ever. Now, Hester ever. gets in and he thinks it's the Basketball Hall of Fame now. Now it's, it's time. It's not a public toilet yeah. like the Basketball Hall of Fame where everyone gets in. Yes. This is what it is now. No, it's not. This is what they've done. This is what they've now created. Now. I'm a bigger fan of the Hall of Fame of football, and I always said this, at least four, no more than seven, but I think now they've even kicked it up to five and eight. The the NFL Hall of Fame is a celebration of football. Mm -hmm. It's not the stodgy event that is the baseball. baseball. I mean, baseball is ridiculous. They celebrated the fact that nobody went into the Hall of Fame uh, one year. They were out there 
Wherever they're with Abner Doubleday and in New York. In, what part of New York is he? Cooperstown. Cooperstown, New Cooperstown, York. New York yeah. We present no one this year. Yeah. Nobody kind of enters the baseball like, Nobody's going in. You know? So I'm, I am happy that uh, football and where it's located in Canton, Ohio, that at least football is a celebration of football. Mm-hmm. That's what they like. They bring it in. Come on. We're going to have a party. We're going to have a game. We're going to have some barbecues. We're going to have good times. Parades. We're going to have a good time. Football so probably that. has, like, the happiest medium. Like like Hoodie said, the Basketball Hall of Fame yeah. basically puts anybody in. Right. The Baseball Hall of Fame doesn't want to put anyone in. So you go, the hockey's not bad either. But, like, football's got that nice, happy medium, yes. I feel like. I yeah. believe you that know? to be true. As the voice of true. reason, as you hear me, 7 to 10, to be the voice of reason, because someone has to be on well, that show. got to be. Yerk. Yeah, I know this. This not should be. This should not be a funeral for you because if any Hall of Fame gets it right, it's the NFL yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I think so, we agree. On so that. the guys that did not get in, they'll eventually get in because the NFL always gets it right. You know, again, Major League Baseball is going to be qu- closer to the NBA than anything else. When we start making that Mark Burley conversation about him being in the Hall of Fame, guys like that. Good. Now no. it's just nice guys, guys that treat the the, the media well. Yeah, Those yes. guys are in the Hall of Fame, and like. But football gets it right. They won't put Roger Clemens in, but they're going to put in Mark Burley. Mark Burley's like one of my five favorite White Sox players oh, of, yeah, all time, time. Right. of all time. You're going to have a Hall of Fame with Mark Burley in it and not Roger Clemens? Like, come on. They're making a case. That's, they're making a case. They're making a case. That's it was insanity. nice to the media. But you have, you're and his sport. games were quick. The, imagine all the reporters didn't have to work as hard. Hall That's of Fame and nice guys. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> but but the Football Hall of Fame will get it right. You, The guys that you want, they will get in. I'm ready, though. They're going to get in. I am now wanting to set more precedents as we move oh, on. All right. More here, here we go. Oh, Who's yeah. the greatest long snapper of all time? David Ben. David Ben. Okay. San Diego Chargers. Uh, Ali, he deserves to be in. Ali Haji Sheik. He deserves. <laughs> to be in. I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know if Ali Haji Sheik deserves. Well, to be wait a in. minute! Now you just said but anybody. I do Hold on. More than anybody, punters have been underrepresented. Oh, stop it! Right. Oh, where's okay. Reggie Roby? Everybody acknowledged who Reggie Roby was when he played. He had a nice Everybody watch. Knew. He, Great watch. Little, he had a nice watch. Timed it. Yeah. As he tossed the ball in the air, he hit the button. The, ro- nice the roll like coincide when the when the foot was going to pound into the ball for eight times. He needed instantaneous feedback. Where's Ward Buford? Where's I am ready. No, put, put him in. Put him all in. Short snappers. Not I think right. Frankie Winters belongs no in as a short snapper. Never missed the snap. Not one. Short snapper. Short snappers. Why not? Okay. Do you like Danny's bit of me coming in for I love off? it. I love. It. Oh, I thought something. I thought there was like some sort of I breaking, there was breaking news. news because Danny is ushering. He's all smiling. He's, yeah. he's pushing hoodie Five in the studio. Like, what happened? Five year contract? Uh, is not, that is that happened? Not that with cap, not that long. Yeah. Oh no. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now, now I know what the meeting, okay. now now what the yeah. meeting was about. Okay. Yeah. Oh my. Maybe that that long? Are you so wait, were you saying this morning UIC you Sunday? In, is that what you were saying? Yeah. Three o'clock. <sighs> three o'clock. You're going to oh, be hustling. No. That that is the punishment to be the UIC Flames. And Second you, year in the Missouri Valley, and they said, Hey, how about a three o'clocker? Well, that the Missouri Valley's got to get wise. Look, look at the schedule for Christ's sake. Yes. I mean, like what? Yeah, how bad is that? You can't three o'clock. So I'm missing the first. So gonna... I'm missing the first first quarter. Oh, Listen, miss the first quarter. I, I, I see the ball highlights because DePaul is awful. So I see their highlights. Yes. Three victories this year, no good. Yes. How are the Flames doing? Uh, we're we're having our struggles. Oh, another in the second year. year of the Valley. Yes. Okay. We just broke Pretty, our eight game losing streak. Mildly. We just uh, <laughs> we just beat Illinois State. So uh, the Redbirds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we had okay. some, some issues. There. The Flames will be dancing again uh, somewhere. Someday. Doug Collins is not a happy no, man. No, he's definitely not. The, the Redbirds never is. Doug, with Doug, never is. He's getting another. The Flames perm. will be dancing. He's getting another perm. Uh, no. Who do you like? 
Niners or Chiefs? No, I'm never betting against the Chiefs again. Uh, it's no, I'm talking about again. Like, uh, never. Never again. Even when Mahomes retires. Well, I've already lost money twice in this in this postseason. Karma. I mean, I, I mean, had many... Baltimore money line too. Okay, I know. so what am I? So uh, I know. they could lose, and I don't care. I'll still bet for Kansas City. I don't care. <laughs> I'm never betting against that guy again. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? You know, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the um, defensive line of the 49ers. I want to know what they're going to do, what their pass rush is going to be like. I'm interested also in San Francisco's offensive line, like on the right side. That line is not good outside of the all-world left Williams? tackle they have. Yeah. yeah, Outside of Trent Williams, it's not a dominant offensive line. It really isn't. That's what I'm looking at is the line of scrimmage here. Chris Jones, baby. Looking at I am that. looking at it, Jones, too. I feel better about betting Kansas City if a many human... Joe Tooney were healthy. San Francisco is the side I'm betting on I think and wagering on. I think it's San Fran, but, man, it's hard. It is. I, I know what Hoodie's saying. It's hard to go to the window and bet against wow. Mahomes. But and, I think San Francisco is the better team, and I and, think they'll win. you know, if you breathe on them, you're, you're bound to get a flag. I get yeah, that also. Course. You breathe on Patrick. When well, you look at him wrong, yeah. there's yeah. a possibility that there's a flag thrown. So you you got to be careful. you got to be a little bit careful when you're out there. Any value on the total? I, it's I in, you know, went back up to 48. I kind of like the under a little. Yeah, I, I think lean it's under. like a boxing match. You know, they're yeah. going to try to punch each other early, just kind of feel each other out, yeah. kind of dance a little bit early on, yeah. and then they're going to muster up the effort if they think they figured something out. And the Chiefs haven't been overly explosive in the second halves of games. Their opening script is great, and especially here in the playoffs, we've seen we've seen them be efficient and great. In the opening couple of drives in the first couple of quarters, but they have not been overly productive in the second halves. I kind of lean under a little bit, under 48. So I'm under 48. Yeah, yeah. Frisco and the under. And also the other key bet for me is the anthem because Wait, Reba. Well, 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 Reba. Quick. Okay, so two things. Okay, black artists and, and also those that sing uh, country. Usually they are elongated out. They want to be able to have the vocal machinations, as you well know, uh, Yerk. But how? Uh, and the home of the brave. The brave is going to be an extra ten seconds sure, on there. You tack it on. But what do they know that they've said it at ninety? Somebody said it was ninety seconds. That seems so short. I got it at eighty-seven. That's funny that you say that. I got it at eighty-seven seconds. So I'm th- I'm going over there. Go over. Yeah, I would go over that too. Country and uh, and black artists usually. Right. They're Country and black artists. That's, 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 that's usually the case. Have a good weekend, hoodie. Hey man, crosstalk, buddy. Uh, there's no reason for me to still be here because he run, runs me in here to interrupt. That's like, I don't want to interrupt the in show. Go, go yeah, in exactly. Go home and get some. It'll rest. be great. Get ready for the weekend. Well, this is for spring trading. This is like a little bit of a preview of what might be happening here in March. Are we doing spring trading? I, I think they're, they're using this as like their their B roll. For you know the commercials that are coming out in the promos, this is uh, the testing here it room. is spring trading coming up yes. in March. Yeah. Spring, spring, spring. Because Carm, we we know about that radio B roll. Yeah, right? the, the radio, radio B roll. Oh, right. Well, listen, radio. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, buddy. We are on YouTube. It's audio B roll. <laughs> we can use, we're, we can use, we're multifaceted. We're an audio company, not uh, just a radio station. Uh, just remember that. Uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing in the uh, meeting. All yeah. encompassing. Yeah. All encompassing. Uh, all right, hoodie. Have right, a good weekend, brother. Yep. We'll see you. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Line them up. Super Bowl Bears Hall of Fame. It's Carmen York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. No. Happy Friday. Super Bowl weekend is upon us. Oh, yeah, baby. We've got pizza to celebrate. If you're watching on tw- uh, Twitch or on YouTube, make sure you click and subscribe on the station's YouTube channel. You can watch the show every day. 
You can see my uh, special heart-shaped Malnati's personal pizza. It's delicious. I used to make these. In honor of Valentine's Day, Luz is offering a special way to share a slice with your sweetheart. For a limited time, Luz is offering their legendary deep dish pizzas in the shape of a heart. It's available at all locations. Um, And they're teaming up with Feeding America, local food banks, uh, to donate $1 for every heart-shaped pizza ordered through the end of the month. All right? That's very, very cool. So every time you get a heart-shaped pizza, you will be enjoying Chicago's legendary deep dish. You will be doing something good for Feeding America. What's not to love? That's fantastic. I had some. The bottom half of the heart I've already ripped apart. I love Luz. And uh, I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I've worked for the Melnati family for four glorious years, making pies in the kitchen. Used to make a lot of these bad boys. And I used to eat a lot of them. And it is what day my were, favorite deep dish. What day were you guys there ready to pounce on the world? And and what happened? Halloween, uh, the, the, the Halloween game, the, the monsoon game. Yeah. Uh, Bears-Packers. At the time, this is 1994. 94. Uh, Lou Malnati's did not do delivery service. Mark Malnati didn't believe that the product transported well enough with the driver taking out 10 pizzas. He was very particular about it. He's like, our, our product is not really suitable. Now, he's For changed delivery. over the years. Yeah. You kind of need to deliver. But at the time, if you're a pizzeria, you need to deliver. And shortly thereafter, you know, we did start delivering pizzas. But at the time, there was no delivery. It was you dined in at the restaurant or you came to the side carryout. That's all. Those were the options. And this was in Naperville. And we had all hands on deck preparing for Bears Packers. It was the night they were retiring. Right? That was the night they were yeah. retiring Buckets and Sayers numbers. Buckets and Sayers numbers, yes. And it was going to be, business was going to be huge. And the phone started ringing. Sorry, we don't do delivery. Click. Sorry, we don't do delivery. Click. Sorry, we don't do delivery. Click. Sorry. Nobody wanted to go out. Right. It was so, of the weather. It was so miserable. Nobody was willing to go out. And then by the time the game started, nobody's going to go on anyway. And I, you know, it was like, well, we don't need all hands on deck. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of those. So much for big business. You're ready to do a gazillion, and you just totally misread it because of the weather. Absolutely, yeah. But Malnati's is my favorite deep dish, as everyone knows. And uh, they're great people, the Malnati family. Mark Malnati and, you know, Cap's wife, of course. Uh, Mindy's like, she's a head honcho over there. She does, I think, all their marketing and PR. Jimmy D'Angelo. God bless his heart. Wonderful person. Love Jimmy, Jimmy D. Yeah. Jimmy uh, is still with the company all these years later. Love him. But, uh, yeah, good people. Great pizza. And if you buy one of the heart-shaped pizzas through the end of the month, they will donate to Feeding America. We've got a, how many gift cards, Charlie? Uh, Chris, what would you say? We've got two? Two. Want to give them away right now? We got two gift cards. To $25. Malnati's. Lou Malnati's. Two gift cards. Two $25 Lou Malnati's gifts, uh, gift cards. We'll do callers 10 and 20 right now. You will win. 312-332-3776. Bang, bang. You're, Sorry, you're going to town. You're eating. You're on the air. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to put it away now. But, yeah, I mean, listen, you Shoot can't bring me a... Can't, you, can't, you can't bring me a pizza and think I'm not going to eat I it. I know. Charlie, come here. Have some pizza. Charlie doesn't eat. 
got, you know, he's got nothing in the fridge at home. They can have the rest of this. I cut it in two pieces. I cut it right down when, the When restaurants drop off food, Charlie takes three things home for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. As I well love he it. should. As well he should is right. And it's not the way we survived in the business early on, right? Oh, yes. When you're not making anything, you'll find a way to get free stuff. Kid me? I used to, every Friday, when I worked for Don Wade and Roma, every Friday there'd be a food drop. Oh, yeah. Bagels, schmear, sandwiches. That's good. Steak. I put a bagel back in a microwave and toast it. Boom! It's delicious. Load my pockets up. There's nothing in my. Fr- there was nothing in my fridge. Yeah. There, there was beer. Uh, yeah, there's milk beer. and cereal. Uh, not cereal. It wasn't in the fridge. Obviously, it's beer. You had beer. You had milk. You had orange juice. Yeah, it used to be beer and soda. It was yeah. about it. Joe's in West Beverly. What's up, Joe? Hey, so it's happy Friday. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Hey, I got a question for both of you. Um, Yerk, I was uh, I, I jumped on your uh, six leg spider parlay a couple weeks back, six where uh, where we just missed it. Just missed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was wondering if you could uh, put one together for the Super Bowl if, uh, later on in the show. You uh, I will. Can work your magic. That's uh, a great. Awesome. Qu- that's a great request, Joe. He, I think Yerko should do that. I'm going to do a seven legger. Yeah. Uh, seven legger. There you go. And then Carm, um, I wanted to talk to you. I had or I heard. A soundbite or a video about, um, I can't remember what it was, but we're talking about the over-unders in football games. And I want to know if you ever heard something like this. 44 is like a magic number where if the score is over 40, I'm sorry, if the over-under is set over 44, like 80 or 85% of the time it comes in over and just Mm. the opposite for under 44. Have you ever heard something like that? No, I mean, I know 44 is kind of considered one of those keys. Uh, 41, 44, 47 are big keys, but I don't know that particular stat, but now I'm very interested, Joe. Maybe I can send a note to stats and research. I mean, the the, the night I heard it, it might have been a TikTok video or something. The night I heard it, I played it right away. Of course, it didn't come in. But I just, uh, it was always just in the back of my head. So I just wanted to to kick your brain on it since you're the... uh, Yeah. yeah. Joe, thanks, buddy. Uh, We appreciate the call. I can try to find that. So when it it ends, when it closes 44, that's interesting to see what the percentages look like over under. This line is sitting at about 47.5, 48. I did see a couple of 48s earlier this morning when we were taping odds couple. Uh, I like the under a little bit. I know Yurko does too. I know Todd Furman does. I mean, his numbers got it. You know, his number gives you some wiggle room too when they ran their power numbers. So gives you a little wiggle room. Watch it be, you know, 35, 31 when it's all set. Yeah. Who the well, hell you, knows? You, you I kind of like the under a little bit. Uh, the energy and the dynamic of the game develops as it's happening. So you don't know. You don't know how the officials are going to call the game. The officials calling the game. Yeah, it matters. It matters. I will tell you, last year broke a streak of four consecutive unders. And it was pretty high scoring last year. Who's on the call? Is it Cleet Blakeman? It is. No, it's, um, and I know it. And I've, and it's do we have any my biases? Uh, do we have any biases one way or the other with the officiating crew? Ah, uh, oh, come on, Carmen. I mean, I've, uh, it's been on my mind for the last two weeks. It, it, it had worked. It, they had announced that he was going to work the game. Like when he was doing a divisional game. Uh, I believe that's true, Yerk. Yeah. It is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not Jerry Markbright. No, come on, Jerry Markbright, Jerry Markbright. It is, I believe it's, it is Bill Vinovich. There you go. That's Bill right, Vinovich, Vinovich will that's what we're talking be about. Any biases on the Vinovich campaign? Anything that we need to know I about Bill Vinovich and the way Vinovich calls games? I did not read too much. Has his crew called the most holdings? Uh, in in the National Football League this, this year, Bill Vinovich was the ref when these teams met in Super Bowl Fifty Four. How about that? That was also the last time a favorite covered. The Chiefs were the short favorite in that game. 
and they covered with the fourth quarter rally. The Niners are the favorite in this game. I don't remember anything egregious in that game. I don't either. Refereeing wise, I do not either. That would you know kind of lead you to think that hey, uh, there could be a problem. So good, Vinovich. I think Vinovich Vinovich is a pretty good official, right? I don't think we have too many problems with Bill Vinovich. I I think we're all right. I don't think you know not like the trouble, some of the trouble we had. Remember the guy one twenty two. Whatever his refereeing number, 122. I'm looking right at that him. That guy too. was horrendous. Um, Little Weasley guy. You know what he looks like. He made, they, they made a, a, a disaster of a couple of games late in the year. I'm looking right at him, and his name is escaping me. I apologize, but I know exactly who. Um, uh, uh, yeah, who he's official 122. That's yeah. all I know. Viking Scott in Crown Point. Oh, his daughter, one daughter. of his daughters, Heading works yeah. for the Chiefs. Yep. I mean, They're at what? Arrowhead right now in the pregame flight, and then they get driven to the airport charter flight, so they'll land sometime. I think she's on the third charter flight for all the fans and family and stuff. So, yeah, 22. I was there four years ago for this rematch. Remember, the Chiefs scored three touchdowns the last seven minutes of the game yep. to win. Yep. But I want to give some advice today, but one thing i got to touch on Hester, because, once again, I'm a non-believer in this special teams thing getting in. He scored 20 touchdowns doing what he got into the Hall of Fame, 120 points. Do you know the four kickers in the Hall of Fame all have 1,000 points of just field goals, not including extra points? Just to explain why I don't believe a punt returner scoring 20 touchdowns doing your craft should deserve the Hall of Fame. There you go. So, all right, so I got one prop for you, Carm. All right, go ahead. I like it. Let's hear it. Over field goal yardage, 107 and a half yards. So that's Mm. three field goals averaging 36 yards. Okay. I'm telling you, that's my favorite prop of the day. I don't see how it goes under because, remember, the Chiefs have struggled all year scoring. They when have, they get in the red they zone, have, when I, they get know, in the red zone, they, yeah, they have. And uh, here's my only fear: uh, that if, if I'm the 49ers, how much am I entrusting Jake Moody to make a kick? Uh, kick it, right it is indoors, even though it's natural grass indoors. Now it did rain there all week, and they're talking. Remember the field conditions last year had a lot to play in with because Philly the couldn't get a pass rush because they were slipping and that. So that could play. And that turf was outdoors all week in Vegas, and it rained all week. So is it going to dry out? Is it going to be a little, you know, I don't know what happens. The grass, when it's outside, gets moved indoors. Does it get a little mossy? Does it get slicker? I don't know. So I'm looking forward to it. I love the big game. Hey, and good luck to all those people with the nines, fives, and twos on squares. But you have a shot this year. You know why? Because I have a three, zero, and a seven, zero, so something's going haywire. All you guys with nine, fives, and twos are going to be a safety, a blocked extra point, or something will put all you guys in the equation. Beautiful. Thanks, Scotty. Enjoy the game. I mean, Scott's daughter, we met her. She came by a remote when we were in Kansas City this year for Bears Chiefs. She stopped by the bar and said hi. His daughter has worked there, I think, for this entire run, hasn't she? Hasn't she been there the whole time? Yes. Yeah, she's been there at least five years. What a glorious, yeah. what a glorious time. If they pull this off, if the Chiefs pull it off, Yurko, you know, the list of teams that have won five, I'm sorry, the teams, the list of teams that have won three Super Bowls in a five-year span, you know, five years or less, Teams that have won three, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's one. Dallas Cowboys. The early 90s. Early 90s, Dallas Cowboys. You've got the New England Patriots. Twice, and that's oh, it. There you go. Belichick and Brady did it twice. Jimmy Johnson's Cowboys. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are the 70s. Packers did it twice, two in a row. Denver's done two in a row. Yes, but not yeah. three in a five-year five. or yeah. fewer span. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, you've got teams that won two in a row, but that's not enough. And to do it, you know, today... And not to take away from the Steelers or that Cowboys team either. That's that's pre-free agency and the very infancy of free agency in the Cowboys case. Yes. Very infancy. 
to do it now, it's just uh, it's pretty remarkable. But when you've got quarterback talent like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, it makes it possible. And that's the thing we should always remember. Quarterbacking. Yeah. Quarterbacking. Yes, quarterbacking. It's important. You need, if you want success like that in this league, you need quarterbacks that are truly great. And so it's not a surprise that in the last 20 years, the only team to do it is Brady and his Patriots and Belichick and maybe the Chiefs if they were to pull it off this weekend. They're knocking on the door of doing something that would put them in very rarefied air. Uh, congrats to... Canal on the north side and Mike and Elmhurst, they win the lose gift cards. We've got another giveaway late in the show. We have Usher tickets to give away. Plus, we're doing McKnight at the movies today because we did not do it Plus, what else? Call to the post. Call to the oh, post. Oh, yeah, we got call to the post call today. To the post today. Yeah. This is why Yurko's here. Yeah. Just Keep those on track. Just drive the rest of the day. No, I just no, kept no. listening. I kept listening for yeah. call to the post. Yeah. I know there's a ton of things to give away. And then when he started, you know, kind of wrap it up, I said, no, no, no. No wrapping it up, baby. We are loaded, my yes. friend. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Our absolutely glorious weather continues. I think we're going to come close to a record today. Did they? We came close yesterday. Did it break a record? I don't know. It was 60 out by me when I was driving back. It was close. I made it back to the uh, Lincolnshire Country Club from Warrenville, the Twin Peaks. I got there in one hour when I made the left on uh, Deal Road. I made a left to get out where we yeah, were at. And, yeah. Left and had to make another left and get on the highway right there. One hour to get back to uh, that's, the that's place. Good. Oh, that, yeah. I was fine. Yeah. yeah. I went down 355, took 80 over. Uh, then I ducked down 57. Uh, went past Route 30 and took the next exit by, like, Rich South High School. Yeah. I don't know, Rich East. I went past Rich South, Richton Park. I don't know if you've ever been down to Richton Park. Not much. I was last night right. at your club, which yeah. was, we had a glorious time. All the riches. Yeah, we what had a good night. time last night. What a night. Good people, right? Great people. Good I wonder people. why you all talk that place up so much. Arms, spinning yarns. Oh, it's all, it was a good time. It good time awesome. had by all. It yes. really was. Great people at Lincolnshire Country Club. Uh, the high temp, I, if I'm looking at this correct, and I hope this is accurate, this is from, what's this website? This is called Weather Underground. I don't know. Yeah, it says it's Chicago's, the Weather Underground. Chicago's high temperature for today appears to be 57. Okay. And right now, my watch says we're at 55. So we're going to come damn Right, close. and usually what happens is the warmest part of the day is about 2 o'clock. And then as you get out into the summer, then because it bakes all day about 3 yeah. o'clock and it's still kind of high in the sky. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you're going to find. So we're going to come really, really close to yeah. a record. We need Tracy. I think, yeah. It looks like Bill Vinovich. I've, I've done some research out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, on him. Born in, you you know where he, Bill Vinovich Croatia. Stopped. Beaver County. Beaver County. Yes. <laughs> Beaver County, Pennsylvania. Of course. Grew up on the West Coast, went to College University of San Diego. No biases or anything that you can find. I did not d- dig up too much in all my yeah. research the last two weeks that, you know, was stating one way or another, like Bill Vinovich, this, his crew, right. that. No, a- As he was coming up, though, something that you might want to know, he got promoted to a referee in 20, 2004. He had worked as a side judge for Dick Hantak. Nice. And Hockley. What a name, yeah. Dick Hantak. And Ed Hockley. Wow. And yeah. Ed Hockley, okay. Two of the best in the business. Dick Hantak. I don't know if you're a fan of Dick Hantak. 
Depends. Oh, boy. He officiated some games. Let's say hi to Dean downtown. It's downtown Dean. What's up, brother? Oh, love Dick Hantek. Love yeah. Dick Hantek. Yeah. Uh, Great to talk to you day. guys, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so as resident food expert, I have a couple of tips for the listeners, if you don't mind, just briefly, okay. um, about pizza. Always pick up pizza if you can. And if you can, leave your have someone in the house, have the oven on. At Lumonati's, you can get it par-cooked, yes. and you can kind of finish it off. Yep. And then I learned this trick from Chris Bleck. Get that sweet Vinny dressing that they have and dip the crust in that. That's always an excellent time. Nice little tip. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough, by the way, to live within walking distance of a great pizzeria, Joe's and Wheeling. Oh, Maron. So good. If you're ever out did there, you just uh, say, please did check you, it out. Did you just say pizzeria? pizzeria. Yes, I did, Carm. You're doing, uh, you're doing, uh, uh, do, you're doing, do, do the right thing. What's his name? He's, you're doing do the right thing. I love it. Yeah. Uh, our, our, Justin, our Justin Field of Pittsburgh bet is down to 8-1, to one, by the way, for those fortunate enough to pull the trigger on the 16-1. to one. Okay. So let's, let's keep our fingers crossed on that. Um, the boys in the morning got to talk in MVP odds, and I kind of got a little trigger happy. And I wanted to see what you guys thought, if you're going to go chalk or if you're going to maybe sprinkle something on some long shots. Chris Jones is 100 to 1. Yes. Pacheco's 30 to 1 on one of my apps. And then the last thing I wanted to – I wanted to spr- I'll give you guys a little nugget. I already put uh, uh, a couple units on this. I really like it at plus 350. Um, if our guy Spag dials it up properly, you can get um, my guy Carlossis to mm-hmm. get a sack and Chris Jones to get a sack. Just parlay those two guys to get a sack. You can get that at plus three fifty. I want to see what you guys thought of the MVP odds. Have a great day, fellas. All right, Dean. Yeah, I like the Chris Jones one. If you think Kansas City's the side, I don't mind that. Jones seems to play very well in these big games. He does not have the benefit of playing with a Menihu on that line. So if they do generate a fair amount of pressure. If he winds up in the backfield a lot, if he has a couple of sacks, if he has a strip sack, I think it's doable because uh, I think he'll have to he'll have to be the star. I just don't know, like with Patrick Mahomes in a game, if the Chiefs are winning, how it's not. You know what I mean? Like I have a what I what I would suggest, and Luke Pergandy talked about it in this week's episode of the Odds Couple, which you can get now on the ESPN Chicago app. That's why Prop Swap Prop Swap is good if their defense is shining. And Jones has a couple of sacks in the third quarter. Post that thing, because I promise you it won't be a hundred to one like it is now. So, and you will find takers. There will be people buying and selling all game on prop swaps. So that that'd be my suggestion. But hard for me to get to anybody other than Mahomes if KC wins the game. I don't know. That's just me. Well, I remember Edge White had three sacks, didn't win the MVP. Whew, there you that go. Was Desmond Howard. Yeah, Desmond Howard. Desmond won that one. Howard. God, won that's that right. MVP. I was trying to think that. Yeah. Desmond Howard won that one. Yeah, wow. you believe that? It's the opening kick so in the second a, half, right? Yeah, it's not a guarantee. Wow. That just because you get multiple sacks, I mean, yeah. you, you almost got to force a fumble. Yeah. You got to pick it up. You got to score a touchdown. Not Aaron bad. Donald didn't win it, yeah. as we've talked about. And he was dominant in that game. Dominant. Especially the last series. I know, and that's what dominant. killed me, really. If, if they had waited already, to vote, right. he might have won it. But Exactly. Yeah, why now, would you wait in the most important quarter of the game? I know. I mean, did Matt Ryan win it? That one year, or did they wait to vote? And if oh, it's when New England was making the comeback, that's you know, did funny. they wait, or did they already name Matt Ryan the MVP? That's pretty funny. Roberts in uh, Green Bay on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Robert. Good afternoon, guys. I have a question, Carm. 
Yeah. I'm a believer what you what you're saying about these refs this year. They stink so bad that if you put unnecessary roughnesses on mostly all these games with Justin Fields not getting the call, I think the Bears will be in the playoffs this year. That's just me. Mm. But I want the Bears to keep Justin Fields because you went and traded the first pick and you got DJ Moore. Why are you why would you want to trade Justin Fields and break that chemistry with DJ Moore that you went and got? I think, I think Robert, thanks. I think DJ Moore will find chemistry with anybody. I think DJ Moore uh, is a true number one wide receiver. And he's going to do well with that. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. He's yeah, a stud. Like, and he's kind of like you're in his prime right now. Like He's a stud. He'll be fine with anybody. Yeah, he's a number one. I mean, theoretically, if every team had a number one, you'd have 32 number ones. But not every team has a number one receiver. Some teams have more than a number one receiver. They call them the two on their team, but they'd be a number one somewhere else. T. Higgins, probably a good example. Possibly, yes. 312-332-ESPN. That's the number. Ring us up. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. A new crosstalk Unhinged is available on the ESPN Chicago app. New odds couple, new Unhinged. Unhinged uh, went into a few interesting uh, places today, as it always does. And we decided at the end of Unhinged that during regular crosstalk, we'll talk uh, Super Bowl party. It's just Super Bowl Sunday, like power rankings, kind of. What we like most about the day. Uh, We really do need to start thinking about making it a... Somebody said to me recently, like, why don't they just play on Saturday already? Like, let everybody go nuts. Just play Saturday. You know, that, that way we, you don't have to recover on a work day or you don't have to take the day off. And I, I said, well, I, I wouldn't mind it. I, I'd be okay with it. You told me you moved it to Saturday. I wouldn't revolt. Oh, no, it's got to be on a Sunday. I'd be all right with it. Saturdays- Are people really taking Monday off? I don't think I know so, there Chris. Were a few in this office back in the past yeah. that used to do it, but come on. I yes. Don't, I don't what think so, doing? Chris. Two people I know that plan on watching the really? Super Bowl, getting hammered to the bejesus, enjoying the day, and they do have Monday off. Yes. Uh, Just I, two guys. I, I don't under. I, I cannot. I'm, I'm I don't understand. Now we, we, we live radio. our lives on Sunday is for the NFL. Would you? Why? Like, who is trying to move the Super Bowl off of Sunday? What is oh, wrong you with you? Go nuts! You'd go nuts. Well, huh? I just—I'm not going to go nuts. I just—it's not something I worry about. People are worried about this, and they need to move the Super Bowl. I, I, it's I like it's Sunday it. evening. What else are you doing on Sunday well, evening? The idea is that you don't have to recover on a Monday when you're at work. Weak. That's weak. Huh? I Put had, your pants on. Just, go to work. I just had somebody ask Come me on. You know, last week. They're like, "Why don't they just move it to Saturday?" Come on, Carm. That's soft. Listen, I'll Get a be blue here. Chew. I'll be here Monday. Maybe a little hungover. Uh, you know, maybe. The question was, do I know anybody that's taking Monday yeah, off? and you do. And I answer yes. Are they right? Are they wrong? I don't know. One of them owns his own business, so he can do what he wants anyway. <laughs> that's nice. Right? So he can take it. If he doesn't want to go to work, he ain't, he's not going to work. That's position A. The other one took a personal day. Said, I yeah, that's... am not going to be 100% tomorrow. I know it. 
So I do not want to work tomorrow. If that's how you want to use your days off, then by all means, use your day your days off. Yeah. I just I would rather just go through the motions on a Monday. Me too. Get through the day and then boom. Me too. You're back at it on Tuesday. You're refreshed. Just get through it. It's like uh, when you're in college, you stay out all night, but you know you have to make that 9 a.m. class. You get through it. You sleep later. It's the you, you catch up like as the week goes by. It's the definition of a Sunday fun day. Yeah, just I mean, get it, through it, it. It really is. And I like uh, I like smaller, uh, limited engagements. That's just me personally. Because I think it's much easier to follow the game, to watch and pay attention. And when you get, the party gets too big, it's hard. You're at a crowded bar. It's hard. As much fun as I think it would be to see it in a sports book in Vegas, I feel like it'd be a tough way to watch the game. I can't imagine watching a Super Bowl outside of... A house or like an apartment or something I, I wouldn't want to go to a bar to watch it because they're they're gonna raise you would think they would raise prices of everything anyway yeah just because it's the super bowl so why would i spend more money on tequila sodas right when you don't have I to i prefer to. a much more limited engagement i think that's the best way to do it rob's in lagrange what up rob hey just checking in guys first time caller carmen in new york thanks for having me you um got it. Regarding the draft, if the Bears kept Justin Fields, would it be worth them still drafting a quarterback in a later round? And who do you guys think they would draft? I'll listen. Thanks. Thanks, Rob. Uh, Yes, I do think that is possible. If they don't deem Drake May or Caleb uh, Williams as their preferred quarterback, you better be right is all I'll say. But, yes, I think that's very possible. They should not walk out of this draft without a quarterback. Yes, they have to find a quarterback. Yes. Uh, even if it's in the seventh round, if you keep Fields in the seventh round, you want to grab somebody. Somebody. Yes. We need another quarterback. Let's go to Alfredo and Schomburg. What's up, Alfredo? Hey, what's up, fellas? Thanks for taking the call. Second time caller here. You got it. You guys hear me all right? We I'm can. On, uh, yeah. right now. No, you're good. All right, cool. Hey, I'm uh, calling about that caller maybe like 20, 30 minutes ago about uh, questioning Hester getting in the Hall of Fame. You know, based off of just points alone, that help me understand this. Is it really just off of points, or do people forget he couldn't score anymore because they were kicking away from him? He completely changed the dynamic of the game. All right, uh, a couple things here, Alfredo. Uh, I I'm happy for Devin Hester. I am. I think it's great, and I think Devin is the best return man I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand when people say Devin Hester changed the dynamic of the game. Uh, to what are you referring exactly? Like, do you well, are you suggesting just, he's were, the only they, they, player that has ever been kicked away from? Anymore. Are you suggesting he's the only uh, player that's ever been kicked away from? Because that's not true. In recent, all right. So, I, maybe I'm not as avid as a watcher as you guys. So, uh, I guess educate me. Who else? Maybe Dion or who I, else? Uh, 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 Tamar Vanover teams kicked away from Dante Hall, Mel Gray. Uh, J- uh, who is the kid in Cleveland? Um, uh, for uh, Josh Cribbs, uh, right? Was that him? It was Josh Cribbs, right? I mean, yeah, like, I just watched him score a touchdown there the other been day. Countless dangerous return people that teams have been leery yeah. to kick to. Yes, I'll never understand. Like, and, and, uh, well, for a while there, there's a reason, as, guys. There's a reason I had ten returns. As with Devin, what's that? 
What does that mean? Was it as consistent as, like, meaning, like, it seemed like after uh, a while when teams caught I, out, like, yeah, nobody, this guy. No, nobody, like, nobody wanted to kick to Mel Gray. But teams did kick to Devin. That's yeah. the thing. I don't I don't get it. And I'm not trying to be, a like, a dick about it, Alfred. Yeah, I'm really not. He's I in the Hall of Fame. I Congratulations. Just, and, I'm, and I'm thrilled for Devin. He's yeah. a bear. It's great. Bear. Like, Good for him. But I don't. I'll right. never understand when people say it's like foolish. he changed the game. Like I don't know what he changed. He didn't change he anything. Was, he was just the greatest return man ever. That's what he was. That's yeah. what he, he did. didn't change anything. Right. He had the most returns for touchdowns. There's yeah. no arguing it. That's what okay. he had. That's what he did. Yeah. That's what I would say, Alfredo. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have and the I'm most touchdowns. You. Alfredo, thank you. Right. He didn't have the most touchdowns per attempt. No, he's way short of that. But don't worry about that. He's I, in the Hall of Fame. Uh I just don't, yeah, I don't. I, they I, didn't. Rick Upchurch, Haven Moses, guys didn't want to kick to them. They kicked the ball out of bounds. Okay, Mel Gray. Mel Gray was the greatest returner uh, of my time. Yes. You didn't kick the ball to Mel Gray because Mel Gray was going to hurt you. And he always he always found a way to get it done. But Devin is the best I've seen. Dion probably close. I didn't get a chance to say it, but the reason I had 10 returns, why? They were squibbing the ball down the field. Who were they afraid of when Corey you were? Corey Harris and Robert Brooks. Really? Robert Brooks? Why Dude, they weren't afraid of Robert Brooks. Hmm. Playoff game returned for a touchdown that I showed you here on yeah, the air. Yeah, that's true. I do he remember that. one against the Detroit Lions yeah. that I showed you here on the air. Yeah, I do remember the, the playoff It's fun being me. on the wedge when you got guys that can get it done, mm. all right? Yeah. And Corey Harris led the league, led the league in kickoff returns one year per yardage-wise. Josh is in Elk Grove. Hey, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right. I just want to talk about... Uh, Devin Hester did change the game because the field position on kickoffs are much different now. They did that because they got sued in a concussion lawsuit, not yeah. because of Devin Hester. They why would they, why would they? Why would they take away something health, exciting? Health of the players. You think it was only because of the concussion protocol? It's 100% yes. what it was for. Why yes. would they change the kickoff rule to take away one of the most exciting plays in football, Josh? Well, I, I honestly think uh, Devin Hester did have something to do with that. But why? But why? It's okay, why, though. Why, Josh can have his Josh, feelings explain. and he can have his thoughts. Why, why would it. they say, look at how awesome and, and exciting this is. Let's take it away. How does that make sense? Help me understand. Because he was the only one to actually get so many receiving touchdowns from it, and it actually was uh, a little okay. off-sided for all the all other right. teams. All right, Josh. Let's let's Josh. be serious Come here. On, Josh. Hey, he, he left. He hung up because he didn't want to get him. Where does he? Where does Devin Hester oh, rank man. in kickoff returns? Come on, in the man. NFL, kickoff return touchdowns. Where does he rank? Kickoff return kickoff touchdowns. return touchdowns for Devin Hester. Where does he rank? I'm guessing first. Why would you guess that? Kickoff returns, not punt returns. Why would you I guess? I thought he had both. Why would you guess that he would have? <laughs> All right, I he'd don't be know. number one in what? kickoff returns. What number is he? Dare I, I say I, he's not even in the top ten? No. Oh, oh, I, I know. Is that right? When I wanted to give you all these facts, you guys never wanted to hear them. But look <laughs> him up. Uh, our guy, Corduroy Patterson, I think has the most. Oh, yeah, I think Cordero Patterson does. For a touchdown. Yeah. Um, uh, Terry Metcalf might be up there. You've got other names that are up there in kickoff returns. I think Patterson is number Hunt one. returns yeah. for Devin Hester was his fort, was his forte. Yes. But his most famous return happened on the opening yeah. kickoff for the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, Josh, Bowl. I mean, think about it. Why would they take away something exciting? They change the kickoff rule. They don't, they're, they're, they're constantly changing it. They can't afford to have any more concussions. They don't want to get sued sure. again. In 1993, Corey Harris had 30.1 yards returned for a touchdown. 30.1 yards returned for a touchdown. He only had one return for a touchdown in his career. But the length of it. But I'll get your Robert Brooks numbers here coming up. I don't want Robert Brooks You're numbers. You're getting them. We'll be back in two minutes.